Hey everyone, I'm Dave Coriel. And I'm Josh Good. And you're listening to the Unleash the Hive podcast brought to you by Christian Endeavor. At CE, we dive deep into intentional next-gen discipleship and explore what it means to thrive in the midst of chaos. In every episode, we consider how to help young people live, love, and lead in a broken, chaotic, and distraction-filled world. And we do all of this in seven minutes or less. In the midst of our culture right now, we are facing some challenges that seem nearly insurmountable. Whether it's just the general uncertainty that we're facing because people just, they aren't sure what it is the next week, next month, next next year is going to bring, or whether it's from everything from, from racial tension to what's happening with, uh, with our police force across our country or the political issues. And in the midst of this pandemic, there's all of these things going on and Josh, what insights and hope can you give to us in the midst of living in, in this situation? Yeah, Dave, something I've really learned from you is when we're facing a question like this, we should just go to God's word, uh, in particular, some of these stories from the Old Testament and say, how did people pursue God and allow God to move in mighty ways? And what can we learn from that? So I'm actually going to take us to the book of Second Chronicles chapter 20, and it's the story of King Jehoshaphat. He's faced with three armies seeking to attack and totally destroy his kingdom. And so I'm going to read some verses from chapter 20. I can encourage you to go back and read the whole story and the context surrounding this. But let's pick this up in Second Chronicles 20, verse 3. It says, Jehoshaphat was terrified by this news. And this was the news of these three armies uniting and seeking to destroy his kingdom. He was terrified by this news and begged the Lord for guidance. He also ordered everyone in Judah to begin fasting. So people from all the towns of Judah came to Jerusalem to seek the Lord's help. Going down to verse 13, as all the men of Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives, and their children, the spirit of the Lord came upon one of the men standing there. His name was Jehaziel, son of Zechariah, son of Benaiah, son of Jael, son of Mataniah, a Levite who was a descendant of Asaph. He said, listen, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem, listen, King Jehoshaphat, this is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid. Don't be discouraged by this mighty army for the battle is not yours, but it's God's. And I'm going to skip to verse 18. King Jehoshaphat bowed low with his face to the ground and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem did the same, worshiping the Lord. Then the Levites from the clans of Koath and Korah stood to praise the Lord, the God of Israel, with a very loud shout. Early the next morning, the army of Judah went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. On the way, Jehoshaphat stopped and said, Listen to me, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you will be able to stand firm. Believe in his prophets, and you will succeed. After consulting the people, the king appointed singers to walk ahead of the army, singing to the Lord and praising him for his holy splendor. This is what they sang. Give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. At the very moment, and this is where it gets great, at the very moment that they began to sing and give praise, the Lord caused the armies of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir to start fighting amongst themselves. And God totally routed these enemies of Judah. 
And oh my goodness, there is some powerful lessons that we can we can learn from diving into the story. And, and really, I, I want to draw out just three things. Number one is I think we need to, in humility, seek God's strength and wisdom. I mean, at the beginning of the story, we see King Jehoshaphat, the king, saying, I have no idea what to do, and I'm going to bow down and seek God's deliverance because I have no idea what's going on what's going on or what to do. And man, that is so countercultural to how we think about leaders approaching a situation today. You know, as leaders, we kind of feel like we need to have it all together and we need to have an answer and we need to know what to do. But Jehoshaphat says, I got nothing and I need God to show up. And then they, they involved all generations of the people of Judah in seeking God. I mean, that, that's a powerful picture where we see the men and the women and the children all praying and fasting together, asking for for God's wisdom. And then what God says is, well, you need to go because the battle is mine, not yours. And when does deliverance come? It comes as they begin to sing praises. So in in that moment where they said, God, we recognize that the battle is already yours, and we're just going to praise you for the deliverance that you're going to bring. I mean, we, we don't know how. There's no way we can do it but we trust you. And so we're going to praise you. And in that moment, that's when God brought about his deliverance. So I think as we're faced with things that seem beyond our control, and even in the midst of things where we really think we need to fight, I think the way that we can fight our battles is is through praising God. And that song, you know, this is how we fight our battles. This is the passage that inspired that song of how as followers of Christ, do we face overwhelming opposition? through praising and giving all the glory to God. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Unleash the Hive podcast. For more resources, check out our website, ceworks.faith, and check us out on social media at ceworksfaith. Remember to be intentional as you disciple and unleash the next generation for God's glory. God's glory.